if you put 10 dark-haired white girls in front of me, I could not pick out Khloe Kardashian. Okay, well, she has light hair, so... Well, there we go. (laughs) Welcome to Feeling It, a podcast where we discuss TV, movies, pop culture, and whether or not we are feeling it. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to the show. And here we go. Come on, walk and talk. All right, here we go. You guys want to hear something neat? It's showtime! Hold your ears, folks. Here we go! See what you can do now. Take your position. All right, ladies, buckle up. Let's do this. Hold on to your butts. Listen to me very, very carefully. Hey, it's me again. Eat him up. Enjoy. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Feeling It. Each week on this show, we like to share what pieces of pop culture we're really feeling. Whatever show, movie, song, or tech, we just can't get out of our heads. In addition to those picks, this week we'll be talking about some upsetting news regarding the reality show Bachelor in Paradise. And we'll also be discussing the first trailer for Marvel's Black Panther. Then our main topic of the night will be the NBA Finals. But before we get started with all of that, let's introduce ourselves. And when we do, let's answer the question, what sports team are you ride or die for? I'm Lucas Wright, a designer in the Bay Area, and the only team of any sport that I am ride or die for is the Oklahoma City Thunder. That is a basketball team. Thank you very much. Great, great. And and how long have you been a fan of them, Lucas? I have been a fan of them for six years now. Basically, I, I moved to Oklahoma uh, six years ago, I guess now, um, and it's the only professional sports team in the state. And so everybody there has a very strong um, connection to that team. Everybody is 100% in, and I, I bandwagoned it, so... <laughs> That's completely respectable. Uh, I've only ever bandwagoned fandom for sports teams. So so I'm Sandra Amstutz. I'm a social media manager in Nashville, Tennessee. And the closest I come to being ride or die for a sports team that is not fictional is um, probably the San Antonio Spurs. I'm from Mm. Texas. Um, I'm from the most southern part of South Texas, so even more south than San Antonio. So San Antonio Spurs are the closest thing that my part of Texas has to a national sports team. Uh, Also, I got to go to one of their games once when I was like in middle school, and it was a really amazing experience. So um, I have a warm spot in my heart for them. Nice. Yeah. Um, So before we get started in sports talk... Lucas, yeah, who thought we'd be doing this? <laughs> <laughs> it, we're trying something new, you know, keeping us, keeping us on our toes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lucas, what are you feeling this week? Uh, I have been obsessed this entire week. I have been obsessed with Black Box. It's a puzzle game for iOS. Um, it last last week it won uh, the Apple Design Awards. Um, for one of one of the best apps that they that they like to feature um, during WWDC, which is their Worldwide Developers Conference that they have every summer. Um, so this game got featured. I downloaded it. I've been playing it. I am not a puzzle game guy at all normally, but this game is unlike anything I have ever played. Um, if you like puzzle games, you will love this. I, I if you've played Monument Valley, 
Um, that's the closest thing that I've played that, that comes to this. It's nothing like it, but it gives you that same feeling, um, kind of of accomplishment and stuff like that. Um, all the puzzle games are, all the puzzles are accomplished through ways of interacting with your phone that don't actually involve touching the screen. So I don't want to say a lot more about it because I don't want to give away hints for people who are playing it. Um, but each puzzle gives you some visual clue of how to accomplish the, the puzzle through some inge- pretty ingenious me- methods um, of which I still haven't figured all of them out, but it's a beautiful game, very well designed and free in the app store right now. I'm not really a game person on mm-hmm. my phone, but when I hear recommendations like that, it does make me want to try them out. So yeah. I'm downloading it as we speak. It's you have me intrigued. Yeah. It's, it's, that's the other thing that I really like about a lot of like these types of games. It's something you can download, try, just check out. And if it's not for you, you can easily kind of come to that conclusion it's not something you've got to put a lot of time into before you realize like i'm either 100 percent into this or i'm 100 percent out of this <laughs> yeah well i'm i can't wait to give it a try yeah it's great what are you feeling this week well i am feeling a show that i started a long time ago and i'm just now getting back into um lately i've been binging um new girl from fox hang on so- you were not cut up on new girl not at all. So, I, so I, I ha, I've definitely been spoiled for New Girl. You know, I haven't um, tried to remain pure or anything because I kind of gave up on the show a long time ago. Um, what happened was New Girl came out. I was super into it. Loved the show. Watched probably the first two and a half seasons um, or so because, uh, you know, so I, I watched some of the third season. I know that for sure. And then I remember distinctly like quitting the show because I could see where the show was going and spoilers for new girl here. Um, I could see that they were going to break up Nick and Jess and I was very invested in that relationship. <laughs> and I was just like, no, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not going to watch them break up this couple. Like, <laughs> I'm going to burn this boat down so I don't have to sink with it. <laughs> yeah. I've done that with multiple shows. I did that with the Mindy project. Um, oh my I know gosh. I've done it to others, but, uh, oh, I did that with a gossip girl. Um, which is when I have a, a coupling that I really care about, I'd rather just leave the show than watch them like torment the characters. <laughs> so I did that with new girl because I was like, no, don't do this. And, um, and then I just quit and I let other people continue to watch it. I heard that it would like kind of got its groove back and was really good. And I believed it, but I wasn't ready to like reinvest in the show. Mm-hmm. Then Lately, I've been seeing lots of New Girl clips on YouTube, and I've read a bunch of spoilers for the show. So I know how, like, season six ended. And um, I decided, I was like, you know what? I think I want to get back into the show. And I started right where I left off, and I've been binging the show for the past, like, week or two. And it has been such a great show to binge. It's uh, half-hour comedy shows are the perfect thing to watch one after another because you can watch like five in one night or you can watch one while you eat lunch one day. Or I just love that you can like set whatever kind of pace you want with them. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is a great show to do that with. It's consistently funny. Um, I, I really enjoy these characters. Uh, I, cried during like the Schmidt and Cece wedding. I thought it was like, that was like a beautiful (laughs) episode. Um, 
There are parts of the show that I kind of roll my eyes at. Like, I'm really over the Fat Schmidt jokes. I think that those are, like, lame and tasteless. Um, But for the most part, I'm a big fan. And I'm just starting season six today. Um, So I have the rest of season six to watch, and then I'll be caught up. Um, I was also really intrigued and considering starting this show back up again after I heard that season seven is supposed to be a time jump. Um, yes. Yeah, the show was supposed to be done after season six, and then Fox kind of recruited them to come back for a seventh season, and the show creator was like, well, I think I do have an idea that we could do for a final seventh season. And they're mm-hmm. going to time jump a few years into the future. So that's really intriguing to me with this cast of characters. Um, I'm not always on board when shows do that, but with this one, I'm interested. Yeah, this is something that I would expect to see happening like five to ten years down the road (laughs) like a like a a time jump straight to netflix type situation like we've gotten with a ton of other shows um so i am interested to see what happens when it's something that they're actually choosing to do as part of the continuation of the story i know i much prefer that than like a random revival right right yeah um while we're talking about new girl i do want to address something um This is, you know, not related to the quality of the show. This is related to the fandom of the show. Um, I've been complaining about this on certain private social media channels that I have, and I feel like it's time to make my complaints public. Here we go. I I spend a lot of time on online dating apps and websites, okay? Yep. I have noticed a trend in mostly straight guys on these apps and websites, that drives me crazy. So many single guys in our age range range, refer to themselves as a real-life Nick Miller or the Nick Miller of my friend group. Or, (laughs) like, I I consider myself a real Nick Miller. Is that someone you want to be? That's what I'm saying, That's not a good... That's It's hilarious as a character, but as a human being? Oh, my gosh. So here... My number one complaint is that this is obviously very cliched. Stop saying this. This is a cliche thing to say <laughs> on your dating profile. So that's my biggest issue with it. But my second biggest issue is that Nick Miller is a lovable loser. He's lovable because that character is housed in the hot body and comedic talent <laughs> of Jake Johnson. <laughs> None of you guys on Tinder or OkCupid are as lovable as Jake Johnson. And then, thus, by calling yourself a real-life Nick Miller, you're just inhabiting the loser part. That's <laughs> not attractive. And you're not the Nick Miller of your group. Unless by that you mean you don't have, like, you don't really care about your job and you're dirty. Like, those aren't things that I want <laughs> when I'm looking for someone to date. There aren't things anybody wants. <laughs> and also, it's not great for any you've ever to compare yourself to someone that's like super hot and funny because you will never live up to that. Um, I, I don't. I don't go around calling myself like a real life Rachel Green. That would be <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> so I think. I think another problem I have with that is a real life Nick Miller would not know that he's a real life Nick Miller. That is a very great point. And honestly, what I, what I think these guys are doing, and I want them to know that I see right through you, is 
it's their way of saying like, look, I watch a chick show. Like, I'm relatable, you know? Because they consider New Girl a comedy that's, like, meant for girls. But they want to show, like, look at me. I don't only... I'm not, like, such a bro. Um, and it's just, like, that's bullshit. It's, it's all <laughs> bullshit. I'm calling you out. It is a, it's an immediate turnoff. Um, so that, that's my Nick Miller rant. I love the character of Nick Miller on this TV show. Can't stand people that refer to themselves as a real-life Nick Miller. Whew! Man. Yeah. That felt good to get it out well, of my chest. Well, that ends our, our newest segment, Sandra Yells at Tinder People. Oh, can we please make that a <laughs> Because I have enough things to yell about. <laughs> I I mean, I'm down. I'm, I'm down to make it a regular thing. Just Sandra Yells at Twitter, at Tinder People. We'll see. I don't know how that will affect my actual dating life, so we'll see if, if I decide to do it, but... Just know that I have it in me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for all you guys hitting up Sandra on on, uh, OkCupid and Tinder, don't be a Nick Miller. Don't. It's so awful. Okay, let's move on. Um, All right, so Lucas, you and I are both fans of The Bachelorette, which is airing currently, correct? We're both watching this show. Yes, and I have... Okay, this show is something that just drags you in and just suffocates you because I would have said like two months ago that I am not into any of this. And now here I am talking Bachelor at News on this podcast. It's ridiculous. Right. Right. So um, I'm a recent like super fan of all these like bachelor shows bachelor nation as Mm -hmm. it's called um you're a more recent fan yes um you watched last season of the bachelor yep and you're watching this current season of the bachelorette Mm -hmm. so you've never seen bachelor in paradise i have not i have no idea what it is okay so i watched last season of bachelor in paradise that was my first time watching it I loved it. It's so much more fun than The Bachelor or Bachelorette. It involves, like, people from both shows, so you get to, like, see people that you saw again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a real messy show, but it's a good, fun time. Is it? Does um, it have the same format still of there's one, I'm assuming, Bachelor, because it says no, Bachelor in Paradise? absolutely not. So okay. Bachelor in Paradise um, combines contestants from the bachelorette and contestants from the bachelor that we just previously saw and some contestants from older seasons of the bachelor and bachelorette. Mm -hmm. Um, and what it does is it brings, uh, guys and girls on to Mexico. And the idea is to just like, everybody kind of dates everybody and you try to find love in, in more of a group setting versus a, a bunch of people of the same gender after one person setting. Yeah. So the so what they typically do is they'll start off with a um like seven guys and like five girls. And then um the girls get to like hand out roses to the guys one week and so two of the guys are left out and have to go home. And then they bring in new girls so that there's more girls than there are guys. And then the guys have to hand out roses and then some of the girls go home. And then that flips and flops each week. Um, until at the very end of the season, there are hopefully a few couples that like made it through the whole summer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really, really goofy. It is not as, so <laughs> to, this sounds funny, but it's definitely not as serious as like the bachelor. <laughs> it is like purposefully very goofy, um, very silly and, um, a little bit more dramatic. 
um, in that, like, there's more fighting, there's more drinking, um, less, like, austere, romantic roman- uh, moments. Mm-hmm. So um, we got some, like, really upsetting news this weekend. The Bachel- Bachelor in Paradise is um, shooting was starting, like, the past week or two, and sh- um, production was shut down of Bachelor in Paradise because there was, like, alleged sexual misconduct on the set. Um, from what I've heard from bachelor bloggers that mm-hmm. are pretty like in the know about stuff that's happening on these shows. Um, I'm hearing from them that this show is canceled, that it's not coming back this season. Um, it is shut down. That's not an official announcement from ABC just yet, mm-hmm. but it's the mindset that I'm in currently. Um, there's not one official report of what happened. I've been reading lots of different blogs, lots of different reports from different sources. So I, I don't know what for sure is the case, but what it seems to be overarching is that um, there may have been a sexual encounter between two of the contestants that um, involved an excessive amount of alcohol and perhaps like sex that does should not no one had a consent available um or at least one party was not was had drunk too much that it, they weren't able to consent to the <laughs> sexual acts that happened and uh, a producer possibly witnessed this and reported it and that i think is what kind of started the chain <laughs> of like shutting down production um, there, there there and correct me if i'm wrong here but there there was crew there that did not stop the incident from happening Correct. That's what I'm hearing. Yes, okay. and that would make the most sense. I mean, yeah, I I think that there's crew filming them at all times, unless right. it's just like sleeping, you know. Yeah. Um, and so the fact that this is happening, what seems like in a hot tub, it would make sense for them to be there to be like cameras and a crew there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's the most upsetting. Obviously, if anyone experiences sexual assault. If, if that's what this is, um, that is incredibly awful and upsetting. But especially for there to be a camera crew there and producers um, or any type of crew members to not step in and interfere with this yeah. is that's truly heinous. Pretty disgusting. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's just really awful. And I'm a big fan of reality shows. But one of the dark sides of a lot of reality shows, and especially a lot of the Bachelor shows, is that they do make alcohol a major part of these contestants' lives. Mm-hmm. You know, the contestants are shut off from pretty much all, like, society and entertainment. And so, especially in Bachelor in Paradise, it's just a bunch of them. They have a beach. They have a pool. They have a hot tub. They have each other. They can order food. And then they can drink. And that's all they really get to do for weeks and weeks. And they also, I would imagine, especially recruit people that like to get really drunk because it makes for really good TV. Mm-hmm. And so this is one of those things where it's like, I think all reality television really needs to examine the relationship they have with alcohol and also the responsibilities of the people who are running these productions and how the safety of the people on, on these shows matters more than um, filming or, you know, totally 
Totally. Yeah. So I'm I'm very torn up about this. I'm I mean, I'm also and this I'm not proud to admit it, I'm also like bummed that we're not gonna get this TV show this week, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's not the most upsetting thing that's happened. Um, but it is something that I'm less like, man, I was really looking forward to it. I was looking forward to this cast. Um and it, I I, I leap excuse me. It makes me wonder what the future, not only of Bachelor in Paradise is, which is not looking good. As Like I said, I think this season is canceled, and I would honestly be surprised if they do another season of it. Um, but also just for, like, The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, this is a really dark mark on this franchise. And um, I'm, I'm very, very curious if they will handle it publicly or if they'll try to kind of brush a lot of this under the rug and pretend it didn't happen. Mm. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, it's it is really really scary and and hard as like a as a woman, hard as a viewer. Um I I really really hated seeing hearing that this happened. Yeah, that's I feel yeah. like I I just, like I I feel like hopefully this will help people just reevaluate how these shows are run in the future. So hopefully all of this will lead to better, (laughs) I I think more appropriate TV. So, right. I hope so too. All right. Um, let's move on to a little bit lighter news. Um, this past week we got to see the first trailer for black Panther. Yes. Black Panther, my jam. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this movie is directed by um, directed by Ryan Coogler, who did Fruitvale Station and Creed. So Mar- Mar- Marvel announced uh, a couple years ago that they were like, we're we're gonna do Black Panther and we're gonna do Captain Marvel, and we want yes. a black direct a black director for Black Panther and a female director for Captain Marvel. Um, so they just kind of threw that out there with not really a plan in place, and they got. They ended up getting Ryan Coogler coming off hot from Creed um, to take yeah. over this, and I feel like this is one of the, I, this is one of the Marvel movies that I have been most excited about for a while. Um, as the cast announcements have kind of come out, um, it's just been hit after hit. They've got um, Chadwick Boseman coming back to reprise his role as um, as Black Panther. We've added Michael B. Jordan to the list, Lupita Nyong'o, Daniel Kaluuya from uh, Get Out. We've got Angela Bassett, Forrest Whitaker, and Andy Serkis and Martin Freeman coming back from previous roles. So this movie is packed with people that I would love, love to see. And I'm I'm surprised they've released a trailer this early. This movie does not come out till February of next year. And this looks like a, a full trailer. I thought we'd get like a 30-second spot or something like that. Um, but we have a full trailer here. What did you think of it? I was blown away. Um like you said, it, it feels very early, mm-hmm. and especially for the kind of trailer we got. Like, the production value that we saw in this trailer is, to me, unlike most Marvel films. It is, like, of this huge high quality that I'm really, really excited for. Yeah, this is... Um... I think it's different. Obviously, the the setting is different than anything we've seen. I think the right. the style is is very very different. Marvel is finally letting its directors kind of own their movies. Um, we saw it was a big hit with with Guardians, um, and we've seen it work out really well for Fox and Warner Brothers with Logan and Wonder Woman and Deadpool 
And now I think Marvel's kind of on board with just saying, hey, let the director make a good movie that people are excited for. We've got Taika Waititi coming up that we keep talking about with Thor. Um, And I think this is just kind of also in that vein of, hey, let's let Ryan Coogler make a great movie. Um, Angela Bassett, I talked about her when we talked about Master of None. Um, I'm so excited that she's in things again. Like, I, she's so great. And just getting a glimpse of her in this trailer, I was like, oh, man, I'm... I'm I'm pumped to see her interact with people because this is the kind of movie where I feel like there's going to be a lot of a lot of dialogue, a lot of exposition. I'm sure just explaining what's going on, and I want her to do most of it. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was just I'm so excited about this movie. Um, the action looks incredible. Uh, Ryan Coogler, you know, he did some forms of action in Creed, and that like it was a boxing movie, mm-hmm. you know, so like. It's a very different level than like a Marvel movie. Yeah. Um, but I love what he does with his camera. There were shots in Creed that are like embedded in my head mm-hmm. that I, and I'm sure Black Panther is going to be the same way. There are going to be some like iconic imagery in this movie um, that's going to really stick with this Marvel franchise. Um, I mentioned it earlier, but I want to bring it up again that the production looks amazing. These costumes, the sets, um, I'm just, I, I'm so excited to get into this world. Um, the production designer for this movie, I want to look up her name cause she has an incredible resume and, um, Oh yeah. She, uh, I know she worked on Moonlight and Lemonade, mm-hmm. both of which are movies that have like really beautiful production design. Um, uh, Hannah Beachler. Yes, Hannah Beachler. Let's see what else she's worked on. Um, she was on. She worked on Fruitvale Station. I think there was something else that I'm. She also did Creed. And Creed, yeah. And so I am just really excited to see. I'm I'm excited for her and to see her work because she's worked on so many incredible projects, and I think this is just gonna be like one of her masterpieces, you know, because she really gets like a budget to go all out now yeah i think i I, and i i feel like we talk about marvel a lot but i i I just i just feel like it's it's so prevalent in our culture to have all of these marvel movies coming out all the time um and they all do kind of look the same and people have started to kind of just run them together and things like this just show off how different and diverse not necessarily like culturally diverse but just like visually diverse you can be with these superhero films even just like michael b jordan's hair in that one shot (laughs) i'm so excited i just saw before i even saw the trailer i saw a still of that on twitter oh yeah and just seeing that still alone i was like oh this is gonna be i mean i already knew it was gonna be amazing yeah i had very high hopes (laughs) but that hair is great, and I'm into it. Oh, man. Um, I don't have, yeah, much to say about this trailer other than it does exactly what it should do, and it makes me it makes me, makes me really excited. Can't oh, even totally. get the words out. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. It's going to be great. Lucas. So, for the past 
few weeks, we've been joking about on this podcast sports and, and like the idea of like, haha, what if we even, what if we ever talked about sports on our podcast? Because, <laughs> mostly because I am the very much not a sports person. I don't pay attention to sports at all. The closest I've come to paying attention to sports lately is um, keeping up with the Stanley Cup finals because Nashville's hockey team, the Predators, was in the Stanley Cup finals. So I wasn't watching any of the games, but I was <laughs> keeping up with like, did we win tonight? And like, are, wh- where is the next game going to be played? And mm-hmm. what was the score? Um, that's been kind of fun to keep up with. We've had thousands and thousands of people come into our city for these finals. And that's been a really cool thing to see happening in my home city. But I've heard there was another big sports thing going on recently that you are much more um, involved with and aware of. Yes, the NBA finals. Um, It's so exciting. I feel like I feel like for the most part, if you are into Sandra, you're really into politics. You're really into getting there. You're getting there. (laughs) How you have been in the past like year or two. Yeah. 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 So how you feel about political races is how people feel about sports, except at the the same level of intensity, but the stakes are much less high. Right. So it's like a win-win. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So this year, I mean, me living in the Bay Area, obviously... Golden State Warriors um, drive to the finals have been huge out here. So it's been really fun to follow that, um, as well as see Kevin Durant, who came from Oklahoma City this year out to Golden State, um, kind of watch his career and how people have kind of reacted to um, to that move. Um, so let's, 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 let's start here. What is your familiarity with basketball in general? I played basketball in middle school and high school because – my mm-hmm. dad used to be a basketball coach, and he made me play a sport. And so <laughs> I picked basketball because volleyball was too boring, and um, track, I hate running, and cross country, I hate running. So basketball was the only <laughs> option left. <laughs> That's it. Those are the only sports available. <laughs> there, that was. When I was in high school, That we, there was four sports. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What is your relationship to the NBA? I've been to a Spurs game like I mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. when I was like in middle school I think and I know some famous basketball players names mostly ones that Khloe Kardashian has dated or (laughs) some other like famous woman has dated okay well that is interesting because I know nothing about any basketball players personal lives at all (laughs) (laughs) so I am sure we will both learn things during this time (laughs) so Get ready for a lot of very, like, ignorant questions from me. Um, my first one, like you mentioned earlier, Golden State Warriors, I obviously do know that those are from California. Correct. But what city are they from? Yes. Like, are they based in a city? Uh, yes. They are technically based in Oakland. Um, okay. So which you're is, neck of the woods. Which is part of the Bay Area. Yeah. So it's right, so it's right, okay. r- right down the road for me. Um. California has so many sports teams. I'm not sure why they had to go with Golden State, um, kind of giving ownership to the whole, <laughs> to right. the whole state for this team. Right. Um, yeah. So they just joined the ranks. When they 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 won uh, the finals this year um, over the Cleveland Cavaliers, who's Le, Le, LeBron James's team. Um, okay. Can I say something? Yes. Like I said, I don't watch basketball, but if someone had to like 
make me pick a favorite player just based on yep. you know my pop culture knowledge. Yes. I would pick LeBron James because Rhea Butcher is a comedian that I have a crush on and she is obsessed with LeBron James. Why and is she obsessed with LeBron James? She's from Akron. Okay. Right? Yep, Which is where that's he's from? In he's from I don't know if he's from Akron. I know he lives in Cleveland. <laughs> That's I where his think, team I is from. He might, I think he might be from Akron. So here's the thing. I know zero thing. Zero, I know zero things about people's personal lives. I think so. Is he from Akron? Often, I, I think so. Okay. Often because I've heard her say like about him, like just another kid from Akron. All right. Um, and she's like really big into sports, and she just loves him as a player, as a man. She is like a diehard fan of his. And so her adoration for him really endears him to me. Well, here's the thing. He is in, it's, it's debated, but he's possibly the greatest basketball player ever to play. Um, that too. I like to pick a winner. Yes. Yes. So, so you have picked a good one. Um, <laughs> people definitely put him on or above the level of Michael Jordan. And, he has he he came right out of high school into the NBA and has basically um, been a one man show on his team. The the downside that people have against him is that he is a one man show on his team. Um, right. He is not really a team player. Um, not not because he I guess doesn't want to be, but because he doesn't need to be. <laughs> um, he he kind of whatever team he's on, he kind of owns it, and um, and that's about it. There's been a lot of hate on him in the past because he left Cleveland originally to move to Miami basically so that he could win a championship. Um, He's not playing for Cleveland anymore. He is now. He is now. He came back. Um, But uh, in the early two thousands, he, he left or not the early 2000s. I think in 2006. Oh, okay. So this is a while ago. Right, right, right. He, he left to go to Miami. Cleveland had the largest grudge against him. Um, for for abandoning his home his his home team um, and going somewhere to win um, basically to win a ring, um, so he's I, he's I would imagine especially because he's from Ohio yes and not like like he's actually from Ohio right right not yeah like, like that is his home like signed there you know mm-hmm yep um, and so he spent a while in Cleveland won I think two or three championships with them um, and then came back to Cleveland in 2015. Um, okay. It was very difficult, very difficult for people to get over it, but they did, obviously, and they love him now again right. <laughs> because Cleveland's oh, winning again. I'm also remembering he was in Trainwreck, and he talked about Ohio a bunch in Trainwreck. He is in Trainwreck, yes. He was actually yeah. very charming in Trainwreck. <laughs> yes, again, that's also why I like him. There you go. <laughs> um, now, this year, we are running into a little bit of the same scenario with Kevin Durant. Um he was he's a texas guy he went to the university of texas he was he was draft you know say something yes i know that he's from texas because i know that he went to ut because i know that he used to date rachel who is the current bachelorette in college yeah they were like in a relationship in college together and then she she's older than him left to go to law school in Wisconsin, and that's why they broke up. It was because she had to leave to go to law school. Wow. Yeah. That is insane. I did not yeah. know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Per- more personal lives. Here we go. Right. <laughs> this is why we make a good team, Lucas. Yes. You bring the sports knowledge. I bring the gossip. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so out of, out of college, he was drafted by Seattle, um, the Seattle Supersonics, which was 
then sold to Oklahoma City and rebranded as the Oklahoma City Thunder. So in 2008, they made the move um, and has been with Oklahoma City up until this season. Uh, Again, as I said, Oklahoma City does not have a large... a lot of sports franchises it's basically you just have the oklahoma city thunder so people are extremely passionate about this one team um and which makes the the city really exciting to be in during games and stuff like that um but it makes their hatred for you if you leave quite terrible so he basically pulled a lebron james and said i want to go win a championship and was picked up by golden state warriors this year um now the difference is he's not from oklahoma he really doesn't have any allegiance to oklahoma he wasn't even drafted by oklahoma he just lived there and played on that team for like eight years i mean like basically without him oklahoma city does not have a very powerful team so there's been a lot of hatred cast his way uh for abandonment sure so in preparation for this conversation i specifically liked a certain tweet that i saw on twitter from Neil Brennan, he said, I can't believe Kevin Durant went to a team he wanted to play for instead of staying with the people who won him in a lottery. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, he, 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 the, I think the biggest thing is he has said how much he loves Oklahoma City and how much he wanted to stay there. Um, and so there's been a lot of feelings of betrayal from people. I, I also will say that I f- feel betrayed and, and hurt, but... I am not at the level that some people are <laughs> about <laughs> about this. Um, it is really exciting to get to see him out here in California, though. He, Him joining the Golden State Warriors has really made this a super team on the level of, like, the L.A. Lakers in the early 2000s or in the 90s um, and, um, like, the Boston Celtics as well. Like, it's this is a team that is going to be in the finals for a long time to come now. Um, this is their third year in a row um, in the finals. They have played Cleveland three times in a row, and they have traded off who's won. So Golden State Warriors won in 2015, Cleveland won last year, and Golden State won this year. Um, so really what we're looking at is two powerhouses um, facing off against each other in the finals now. Um okay. So this this was kind of like the tiebreaker to see kind of how they did. And the Golden State was on its way to beating a record of um, how many games you could win in a row in the playoffs. So they had not lost until they got to the finals. So the playoffs is, th- is three rounds. Um, three rounds of best of seven. Okay. So lots of games. Lots of games. Um, Wait. So seven, three, three, you're playing, you're playing three teams, best of seven. seven. Yes. Wow. Yeah. A lot of games. So, so many games. They come into the finals here against Cleveland. Yeah. They win their first three games and then Cleveland wins one, which does not let them complete (laughs) the whole finals um, without losing. Right. So then we get our last game, um, which I was which was last night. I mean, night. which yeah, which was last night, the Sunday night. Sunday Monday night, night. Monday night. What Monday is today? Night. Yes. My Monday days. nights cuz there's no bachelor. Yep, that's right. <laughs> um Monday night, the final game. Um and it was it was a good game. I'm assuming you didn't watch it. No, I did not. Okay. Really well done. Did you follow the memes? 
Lots of no. lots of stuff so, happened. Like last night specifically. Last night, last night really only was 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 me. Um, I did see one image of two guys. It looked like they were kissing, like accidentally, like their <laughs> faces ran into each other. Yeah, it's like fight kissing. It's something that just happens in sports. Um, okay. <laughs> no, um, sometimes when you get mad at people, you get up in their face, and sometimes uh-huh. your lips touch, and it's just a thing that happens. Yeah, you know, just bros so, being bros. You know. <laughs> Guys being dudes. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, and then there was also a, I don't know if you saw this gif. Oh, yes, you did. You you actually, you said it to me of, um, who was it? Uh, I think it was Draymond Green catching uh, Steph Curry and just kind of holding him horizontally <laughs> as he's moving yes. him away from the, from the action. Yeah, so lots of love, lots of love going on in last okay. night's game. I did see a clip. I don't think it was from last night's game, but it, I think it was LeBron who threw the ball and then kind of like passed it to himself before yes. he dunked it. Yes. Was that like a different night, I would imagine? Yes, that was that was the game before. Ali, yeah. that 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 was the uh the game of the playoff or the the play of the playoffs. It was okay. it was amazing. Um and that's 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 the thing with this. Like LeBron can go. LeBron can just any team he's on will be in the finals every so, year. Here's my question. How many more years does LeBron have playing basketball? That is a que- that is a very good question. I think this is his 16th year. Um, wow. In the, yeah, so honestly, I think he's 32. I think is he's 32. Yeah, so really, I mean, maybe five, maybe five more years. Okay. Um, he can stretch it if he if 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 he wants to. If he wants to be Kobe Bryant and trail off in his in his later years he can do that but i think really for for prime lebron um for him to be as powerful as he is right now maybe five more years left um and i i like i think he's gonna i think he's gonna close it out in cleveland i think he i think he kind of has to do that at this point um they'd murder him they'd murder him if he left again but <laughs> um but he wants more rings he wa- he wants to beat michael jordan yeah okay so um Here's something that I heard about that I wonder if you know, have any info about it. Um, I was very uh, amused by what I heard was a feud between Kevin Durant and Rihanna. Are you I, I know with nothing this? about this. Okay, no. all I know about this is that he was playing a game against a team that Rihanna was rooting for. Now, I do not know what team this was, but Rihanna was like, really wanting his team to lose because her team was playing against them. And apparently like she of course had like courtside seats or something. Um, They were exchanging like dirty looks throughout the game. Um, I think when he had a free throw, she was like yelling at him. Um, And apparently she was yelling very loud. Like people in the stadium could hear specifically Rihanna yelling. (laughs) Um, and it just became like a very dramatic thing that sounded very funny to me. I know nothing about this. I did. I did not know that at all. I'm do a quick Google search just so I can find out what team they were playing. I mean, yeah. I, wow. I mean, I would just. Is she? A, is she a Cleveland fan? Was it during this? Yeah, she's a big fan of of um, LeBron James. Ah, okay. So, so have they have they had words off the court, or was it just a thing that happened during the game? You know, I haven't done enough research into this from what i can tell from a brief google search is i think they've been kind of hamming it up 
and like posting stuff online and like <laughs> contributing to memes that related yes. to all of this stuff. But I don't know if like they've personally had a one-on-one conversation. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just know like no offense to you and your team, Lucas, but like any feud that Rihanna's in, I'm probably going to be on Rihanna's side. <laughs> of course you are. Of course yeah. you are. Well, I will not take Kevin Durant's side, so I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, so the so it's over. They won. They won the championship. Yes. Correct. Yep. Okay. All right. So, what does next year look like? Are are like is is it too early to be thinking about that or? So people talking. So yeah. Oh no. No. Yeah. Predictions happen immediately afterwards. Um. So basically what we're about to roll into is the draft. So we'll get new college students coming in um, okay. to fill out the fill out the lineups for these teams. Um, and then we'll have some trade deadlines and stuff like that. So we'll have some mixing around of some players. Um, and then when we kick back into the season, the, here's, the, here's the issue. Here's the big issue. Um, the NBA is split into the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference. Um, now... All of the Eastern Conference, which is where Cleveland is, is terrible. So it like as I said before, like it truly doesn't matter what happens in the Eastern Conference. Whatever team LeBron is on is going to the finals. So which will be um Cleveland. So they're basically a lock for next year. <laughs> um the Western Conference, because of the creation of this super team now with the Golden State Warriors, um, they're basically a lock for next year as well. Something crazy would have to happen either with the Spurs um, or, yeah, just the Spurs. <laughs> That's really their only competition. But right now it's looking like we're going to see the same thing again next year. Okay. All right. So I feel like now is the time for me to just like, say other nba players that i know yeah yeah list them all off okay lamar odom number one again number one because of his his relation to chloe kardashian okay didn't know he had a relationship with chloe he was married to her lucas it was incredibly dramatic was it oh yes oh man they had a whirlwind romance they they got married i think like 28 days after starting to date each other it was a beautiful love that we witnessed on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> they broke up and started and separated because he had issues with drugs and cheating on her. And it was very sad. And then he went down a really dark path and um, went into a, like a coma because of drug use, I believe. And so did she hear like, about that. She like put down everything in her life because they technically still were were married, even though they weren't together. Their divorce hadn't gone through because it was taking so long. And so she like put the divorce on hold and like took care of him and like brought him back into the family. Um, This was all on keeping up with the Kardashians. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it was it was very dramatic. Um, And so they have this very like dark like romance because of all of this stuff. Okay. So there's that. Mm-hmm. I know that she also dated um James Harden, who I believe really is like a Houston basketball player. Yes, he also came from Oklahoma City. He's got a massive beard and terrible teeth. Yeah, okay, I know about the beard. <laughs> um so they dated for a little bit. In fact, she was dating him when like the Lamar coma stuff I think was happening. Does she only date basketball players? No, she also dates rappers. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> she, I, yeah, but a lot of basketball players from okay. what I know. All right. Um, I've heard, I, I think Tristan Thompson, I think, is yep. someone that she dated. Yep. He's one of the makeout guys. What is that? Oh, I see. Yes. Yep. yep. Okay. Um, so, okay, so I know them, and I know um, um, I know some Spurs players just from, like, living in she Texas. Did, oh, I was going to say, she dated Spurs players? No, no, no. I, I was just going to okay. say, from living in Texas, I've, like, heard of some Spurs players. So I know Manu Ginobili. Yeah. Yeah? Yep. Um, He's I great. I know <laughs> David Robinson. Yep. He is a old, player. Yep. Old, right? Yep. Yep. There was another big one on the Spurs that's not coming to my mind who was, like, Back when we were in high school, he was really big. and he was, was it like, Tim Duncan? That sounds familiar. <laughs> um, I also obviously know of, like, the big-time NBA players that was in, like, Space Jam. So, like, I know Michael Jordan. <laughs> I know Charles Barkley. I know Larry Bird. <laughs> I love your knowledge of basketball. <laughs> it's so great. It's so great. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. Oh, of course, like, um, um, oh, damn it. What's his name? The guy from China. Um, oh damn it! I can I can see his face. Yao Ming. Yao Ming. Oh yes. my gosh! I can't yeah, believe Yao that. Yao Ming. Obviously, I've heard of like awful Kobe Bryant. Um, awful heard... Kobe Bryant. Yes. I don't. I I don't know their personal lives. He's the he's one of the greatest basketball player of all I'm, time. Like, but again, pretty sure Kobe Bryant raped someone. So that's why oh, I say, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, anyone else that I should... Oh, Blake Griffin. Yep, he's a person. Okay, I know Blake Griffin because he was on Broad City, and he's very funny. Wait, that's how you know Blake Griffin? Yes. For Broad City? Uh, and, like, other comedy stuff. Okay. He, there was, like, a live reading of the Space Jam script, and he played Michael Jordan. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I gotta see that. That sounds awesome. I don't. I don't know if it was filmed. I, I know parts of it were filmed. Like you can see little clips of yeah. it. Yeah, I'll take a clip. Nick Kroll played Daffy Duck. Oh my gosh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it does sound awesome. Awesome. Um, who else do I know, Lucas? Um, hmm. oh, oh, I know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes, from The Bachelorette. He, he was on The Bachelorette. Oh my recently. gosh, I did know him before that. Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, I just like have heard the name. You know. Yes. Yes. Um. And also, he like is a TV and movie critic now. Is so he? I've read stuff from him. Yeah, that was one of the reasons why it was such a big deal that he was on The Bachelorette was because he wrote this very intense critique of the show like a while back, basically um, saying like that they're not you know setting a good example for like relationships and like young people, mm -hmm. especially because like, they have like these big diversity issues. And so it was like a big deal that he decided to guest appear on the show. Wow. Um, like it was kind of like this sign of approval of like the direction the show is headed. Kareem, geez. Yeah. I have learned so much about all of these basketball players' personal lives. Yeah. So much. I, I will probably be reading articles from Kareem Do you have, okay, <laughs> Who are some of the big ones that I should know? Like biggest names in the league right now Let's um see if i know any of them because if you were to ask me who are the biggest current players in the nba right now i would say lebron james kevin durant blake griffith yeah griffin griffith griffin griffin, griffin. so 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 one one you didn't mention is steph curry oh, um, yes, i've heard of steph curry yes he has a cute daughter uh he does he does i've um, seen clips of like his daughter sitting on his lap during a press conference 
Yep. He yeah. I he likes that to specifically because she had a really cute sweater on that I was like, do they make that in adult sizes? <laughs> oh man. Um, another one would be Russell Westbrook. Oh, I haven't heard that name. Okay, he's Oklahoma City. He's the hottest guy in Oklahoma City right now. Um, you have Chris Paul, um, who's in Los Angeles. Um, you've got Kyrie Irving, um, okay. who who plays for Cleveland, who's really hot right now. Really, really, you've got all the big ones. Um, I want to tell you about a theory that I once heard someone say on a podcast about basketball, the okay. NBA. Um, so someone on a podcast, I don't remember who, was once talking about how um, the NBA, when you compare like the NBA to other major league sports leagues, in their opinion, and I don't know that this is to be true because I don't know enough about sports, but in their opinion, um, it's a much more respectable league um, on an average. Like you, when you compare like the pl- basketball players to like football players or baseball players, um, those players tend to be, have more scandals to tend to be like more aggressive. Um, Baseball and football. Yes. Yes. Then basketball. A hundred percent. I would say it's hard to get worse than football players. Um, but baseball players, I would say are less respectable than basketball players for the most part. Okay. Yep. So, um, one of his, the, this podcast or whoever it was, one of his theories for why that might be the case um, and this is like kind of a like subconscious psychological theory mm-hmm. um, that applies to that is because um, in basketball, um, the players don't wear anything on their heads um, that could this like, is obstruct interesting. their face. And so it's a much you're much more visible like as a personality when you're playing basketball than when you're playing football or baseball. Um, you might have like a hat on or a helmet on and um, you kind of like dis- dissociate like your actions from like your public persona mm-hmm. and because like you kind of get lost in the game and like the aggression yeah. versus in basketball, like you see the faces of the people you're playing against. Everyone can see your face. It feels very public. I will and say so, like basketball arenas are also smaller and more, I guess, towering so like players are close to the fans like they can always see fans constantly and i I guess his theory was that like that behavior affects not only like your behavior on the court or on the field but then also your behavior in your personal life so that like football players tend to have more scandals in their personal lives um because like they're used to that like um, anonymous aggression being played out on the field. They like translate that into their personal lives and basketball players are used to like this public competitiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that publicness is like buried deep into their brains. And so they regard themselves in their personal lives with that same knowledge. Interesting. Yeah. I'd never heard that before. Yeah. Uh, it's not based in any science or any <laughs> of my knowledge of sports. I'm regurgitating something I heard. But um, I did think it was an interesting yep. thing to think about. Definitely. Yeah. Well, that ends our segment of things on the internet that might be true. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. So is there anything else about the NBA or basketball that you feel like I should really know? I will say that if I were to get into sports, I think the NBA would be the sport. Like, basketball would be the sport I it's would the way to start go. with. Yeah. It's the way to go. 
it's a good way to ease in. There aren't as many games as, as baseball and football, for one thing. So there's not as much to track and watch and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And there aren't as many teams, and it's a lot simpler um, in the structure of it. So Yeah, I mean, I already understand the game. Like, right, that helps. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but, yeah, I think Anything that's else? it. Okay, all right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for joining me in this little learning session about sports Lucas. thank you for all of the info i did my um, best <laughs> i appreciated it so if you want to find us online you can find our podcast twitter account at feeling it pod we'd love to hear from people there um you can find us on itunes and soundcloud feeling it um and you can find my personal Twitter account is um, at Sandra Amstutz. So my last name is spelled A-M-S-T-U-T-Z. Lucas, where can we find you? Uh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Lucas and Stuff. Now that basketball is over, I will be mostly just tweeting about movie and TV again. Can't wait for it. Thanks for listening, everyone. Adios. Bye. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Go away. I'll see you soon, okay? That's it? Go home? Yep. Yeah. Moving along, Padre. Goodbye, old friend. That's it. That's our show for tonight, people.